Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawksbeat Podcast, episode number 35 of season 7. It's your man, Ida. What's going on, folks? Back at it again for the last uh podcast before all-star break and uh yeah man i i think i think i might throw another one in there before sunday but we'll see uh we've been we've we've, we've been out here working so you know (laughs) we deserve a day or two off but hawks get a tremendous victory tonight tremendous victory over the orlando magic uh coming back from 19 I think 19 points was the biggest lead that the Magic had on the Hawks coming down and uh, and, and winning the ball game, man. 115 to 112. Um, it was really a tale of two halves, man. A tale of two halves, and uh, just a good win for the Hawks. Good win for Nate McMillan and and the crew and just everybody. It was a full hands on deck situation tonight man full hands on deck situation and um the magic are kind of in the same boat as the atlanta hawks uh they got a lot of guys out i mean tonight you had 
no Cole Anthony. You had no Evan Fournier. Um, they have a ton of injuries, just like the Hawks. So this was a very even matchup. <laughs> very even matchup. So I know we normally start with um, keys to the game, but I was doing a radio hit before the game. And uh, shout out to my guys from the SR2 radio show. Um, I had to call in and give some Hawks talk. Make sure you check out my guys, H.O. and Hancock and those guys. SRT Radio. Google them. Twitter them. <laughs> Facebook them. Uh, whatever you got to do, man. Check those guys out. They do great work. And I go on there from time to time to talk Atlanta Hawks basketball. So that's what I was doing before the game. So I didn't get into uh, the pregame uh, keys that I normally do. So we are going to go straight into the recap and i tell you what man this game started out as a uh, a snooze fest <laughs> it was obvious from the outset that defense uh i guess they felt it was going to be optional <laughs> um coach pierce said after the game he felt like they started the game uh it appeared that their legs seemed to be a little heavy um but let me tell you something man this is a different team without clint capella and this is problematic for, for one of two reasons. Well, several reasons. But the main thing is this. And I tweeted this out. Regardless of who is in or who is out. Right? Because everybody has injuries. If you're the next man up, you are, number one, you're getting paid to do your job. Right? You're getting paid to do your job. If you're an NBA big man, then <clears throat> I don't care what your skill set is. You have to do the best you can defensively and to grab rebounds. You know, it, it's to me, I, I, that's why I hate when people say, oh, man, the defense isn't good because Clint isn't. Yeah, it's not. It's not going to be as good. But those other guys get paid too. they get paid to, to play defense and they get paid to rebound. So play defense and rebound. So that's kind of like my little spiel on that. I don't like when people are like, oh, we're not going to do this because so-and-so is out. Nah, man, you getting paid. You getting paid? Okay, so go out there and rebound and play defense. Because at the end of the day, basketball is about a few things. Making shots, playing defense, and, you know, getting rebounds and stuff. So you got to do that at the very least. But. It looked like they came out with heavy legs. The defense was atrocious to begin the game, uh, especially in that first quarter. Whew, that first quarter was brutal. <laughs> first quarter was brutal, to say the least, man. But um, I, 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 <laughs> I was like, this might be a long night. Because uh, you started the game with Gallo at the, at the five. And let me tell you something, man. Terrence Ross and Carter Williams... That first quarter, they were going for blood. They both, uh, let me see if I'm pull up the stash. They both had nine points in that first quarter. Carter was four for five. Ross was three for three. And they were just, I mean, everybody. I mean, everybody except for really the, the bacon kid. But, you know, Vujicic was doing his thing. Amino was doing his thing. It was just like they were the more aggressive team. They were making more shots. And you, you, you dig yourself into an early hole. 39 to 27 at the end of that first quarter. Um, you dip into the bench a little bit. Bogey gets out there. Solomon Hill 
a Kongu comes out there, Rondo that comes out there. Um, I don't think Rondo had a good first half. I think Rondo had a good second half. A Kongu didn't have a good game at all. <laughs> uh, he, he was in there banging. He was in there banging, but uh, just not the best night for the Rook. Solomon Hill was kind of uh, hot and cold. I thought Bogey was solid. I thought he was solid, man. You know, in, in limited minutes, I thought that when he was out there, let me tell you something. His presence alone when he's out there is just, it's like night and day. It's like night and day for that second unit. So, um, yeah. Um, second quarter, second quarter. Um, a lot more of the same, man. A, a very uninspiring second quarter. Hawks, uh, they were getting decent shots for the most part. I thought the shots that they got in the second quarter were decent, you know. They just weren't falling. I mean, you go six for twenty in that in that uh, in that second quarter. You shoot one 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 of nine from three point range. That's eleven percent. You put up fifteen points in a quarter. You thought we saw some bad basketball last night in Miami? Jesus, this second quarter took you back. But here's the thing: even though the Magic eventually would get up by nineteen points in this game. They didn't really take advantage of the second quarter as much as they should. Uh, second quarter, they only put up 22 points themselves. So, like I said, when I say the, the second quarter w- w- was taking the game of basketball back a little bit, uh, yeah, it took it back a little bit. You had Vujic kind of go off in this quarter. He had 10 points. Nobody really was doing anything for the Hawks in the second quarter. So, you go into halftime down 42-61. to 61. A lot of people already jumping ship. I saw one tweet talking about, I can't wait until this season is over to get rid of, uh, (laughs) he said something to the fact of, uh, well, Nate, you know, be done and we can go ahead and hire Dan Tony. Listen, it's the second game and y'all trying to get rid of Coach Nate already? What? (laughs) It's amazing, man. It really is amazing. But, you know, it is what it is. We're not going to go down there to, to, tonight. 42-61 at the half. And I tweeted. I said, look, man. I said, there's a lot of time left in this NBA game. If you decide you want to play some defense, you can get back into this game. And I, I, sent, out another, I sent out a tweet. Um, I said that if there's any team. If there's any team in the league that will let you back into this game, it is the Orlando Magic. It is the Orlando Magic. And let me tell you something. I I, I, I kind of took a victory lap <laughs> when it was all said and done after I sent that tweet out because, you know, they made you look good. They made you look good. Third quarter was what was really a game of what was really a series of runs, but it was a series of runs. But what you saw in the third quarter is finally the shots started to fall. Uh, Trey Young had 12 in the quarter. Gallo had 10 in the quarter. Uh, guys, just I mean, the threes, they started to fall. You go six of 11 for three uh, from three in that quarter. Uh, you put up 33 point, 36 points. And you win the quarter by seven points. And so now the pendulum is starting to swing a little bit. You chop the lead down to 10, and then, you know, it would get back up to 14, and then you chop it to 11, and then you chop it to 8. And it was just, it was it was a back-and-forth type of third quarter. 
And then um, you go into the fourth quarter, and it's like, okay, it's go time now, right? It's go time. You go into the fourth quarter, you're down 12. 12 is not an insurmountable it's not an insurmountable lead in today's NBA, especially in today's twin in today's NBA. You're only down by 12, 90 to 78 when the fourth quarter begins. However, the Hawks were just getting started. When I tell you uh, that fourth quarter, my gosh, man, the threes were falling. <laughs> they started falling for the Hawks to the tune of nine from 13. They shot almost 70% from the free throw line, I mean, from the three-point line. There was one situation where uh, they got mixed up on a switch, I guess. Carter Williams and another guy went on a pick. And Trey really, I mean, he, he literally, like, stood there for, like, two or three seconds before he took and knocked down the wide-open three. But Hawks went 9-13 from three-point range in that fourth quarter, and that was just amazing. Even more amazing to that point is you go the whole fourth quarter and you only have one turnover. Only one turnover. That is how you close out ball games. That is how you win ball games. Only one turnover for that fourth quarter. You're making shots at a high clip. Um, I thought Tony Snell, um, they were down by two. I think it was under two or three minutes left. And Tony Snell hit this three in the corner. That was as soon as he caught the ball, I knew he was going to make it. Like the way he caught it, I knew he was going to make it. Because it was just, I think it was like Trey or somebody swung at him in the corner. And he was like waiting for that shot. He was waiting for that moment. And uh, shout out, I, th- I thought that might have been. I thought that might have been the biggest shot of the game, to be completely honest with you. The Tony Snell three, I thought that might be the biggest shot of the game. But the the, the good thing, if you're a Hawks fan, the good thing about the victory is in the fourth quarter, it wasn't just one guy, you know. Usually, you know, Trey's the money guy, and, you know, you expect John Collins to be there. You expect, you know, Clint or, or you know, whatever, you know. But you had balanced scoring from everybody. Snell had six. JC, Gallo, and Hurd with five. Trey had eight. Bogey had five. Sol- Solo had three. So it was a collective team effort in that fourth quarter. And I tell you what, man, they found the defense somewhere in that fourth quarter because the Magic only shot 22% from three, 31% from the field. They got stops when they needed to get stops. I saw. Uh, Herder had a block shot. They had a couple steals. It was just, I mean, you play defense when you need to play defense. And it would have been nice if, if you would have been able to do that in the, four, in the first two quarters. You wouldn't have had to dig yourself into such a deep hole. But you outscored the Magic 37-22 to 22 in, that, in that final quarter. You close it out. You have a defensive play to win the game. And, uh, you know, it's the guys have to be really happy going into the uh, going just going into the all star break with these two really good wins to, you know, just kickstart the Nate, the Nate uh, McMillan error. I mean, error. How do I say that error? (laughs) I can't say that word. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Shut up. Uh, But, yeah, Hawks outscore the Magic. 73 to 51 in that second half. 
Yes, let me say that again. Hawks outscore the Magic 73-51 to in that second half. Trey Young goes for 20 in that second half. Gallo goes for 15 in that half. JC with 10. JC did a lot of dirty work tonight, man. He, he, he was dealing with some fouls, but he still did a lot of dirty work. And still, on, on the Magic side, Terrence Ross, he was killing. <laughs> he was killing. Uh, Vujicic, killing. But uh, they really missed Fournier tonight. But, hey, man, that's the game. Hawks missed their guys, too. So that's just part of the business, man, part of the business. But um, Orlando Magic, are, <laughs> they are where they are for a reason, you know. They are where they are for the reason. And the crazy thing about it, at 13-23, and 23, they're still in it. You know, so it, the ease is is, is 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 the conference of second chances. So <laughs> you're definitely still going to have a shot to, uh, you know, make things work. But Hawks going to end out the first half 16 and 20. And uh, what you hope for now is that hopefully after the All-Star break, the guys get away, get some rest. Hopefully you start to get these guys back. Bogey's got two games under his belt. Hopefully, he's able to get healthier. Uh, and next, I, I don't know. See, I haven't got a, an update on Cam Reddish. So, I don't know when he's slated to come back. I imagine that hurt. I mean, uh, Hunter will probably be back sometime, hopefully in April, maybe, I'm thinking. But uh, you start to get these guys back. Maybe, I mean, I haven't heard anything about Dunn either. But you want these guys to come back. And, and if you need them to come back, you the second half is when you really need them. Second half, because now you're starting to jostle for playoff positioning. Every game is going to be crucial. You have a huge uh, road trip in that uh, that first. I think it was within ooh, within the first two weeks. When you come back, you go out west for eight games. That's going to be critical, critical, critical. You're going to need healthy bodies. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. We went a little long on this first segment. We might just do a two segment pod tonight. And uh, but yeah, Hawks get the W tonight. Everybody's feeling good down in Orlando. It's going to be a nice plane ride back to Atlanta. You listen to the Hawks Beat podcast. We'll be right back after this episode number thirty-five, of season seven. It's your boy E Dub. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to us by Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Custom jewelry shipped quickly to your doorstep. Every piece will be uniquely yours. You can get the Tillman's Trinkets and Things from our website, thehawksbeat.com. Just click on their banner, Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Shout out to our guy, Jonathan. He's done great work. He's made pieces for my daughter, for my son, for myself. Check out the folks over at Tillman's Trinkets and Things. All right, folks, we are back. Uh, Hawks get the W tonight against the Orlando Magic coming back from 19. And uh, let's go ahead and get into it, man. The good, bad, and the ugly player of the game and the 5-5. The good for me tonight was the balanced scoring. Um, The idea that uh, all of your starters really played well. All your starters were in double figures. Trey, 32. Kevin, 13. Gallo, 23. JC with 15, Snell with 11, and the bench. I thought the bench played better in the second half. First half, I thought it was kind of uninspiring. Um, I thought everyone played uninspiring in the first half, to be honest with you. But um, 
And when I mean the bench, I really mean Bogey and Solomon Hill. <laughs> uh, Bruno Fernando was a Bruno Fernando sighting for four and a half minutes. Uh, I'd rather just not see him play. I'd rather just not see him play. Rondo, again, I thought Rondo had a better second half as far as managing the game when Trey was out, keeping them kind of still in it. Uh, and for the rookie, it was just, you know, he, he's... Look, guys, the game is so fast. I wish y'all knew how fast the NBA game is, but um, he he's doing the best he can, man, and I really think the kid's got some potential but the game is so fast, and you can tell he's just, like, trying to catch up. This is his learning process. He's, he has to go through this because he's just – he's a rookie. So, um, he'll be fine in the long run. So, that was the good. Uh, the bad for me – the bad for me was that first the first half, you know. Luckily, you got yourself in a situation where it didn't do you in and you didn't get embarrassed. But the bad for me was, indeed, that first half. The ugly – I don't know if I have an ugly for tonight. Um, I don't know if I have an ugly for tonight. I, I don't. I, I, I tell you what. I don't like the fact that Clint didn't play. You know that's ugly. You know <laughs> he had a. Uh, they said somebody stepped on his foot the last game or something like that. So I don't know. I don't. It was kind of a last minute scratch, I think, because uh, we didn't get word that he wasn't playing until later. But uh, yeah, that was the ugly for tonight. But the good definitely outweighs the bad and the ugly for tonight. So. That is your good, the bad, and the ugly. Fab Five tonight is, uh, again, for the second night in a row, we're going to go with the starters, man. The starters, all five starters in double figures. And uh, we'll start with Tony Snell. 11 points, uh, four or five um, from the field. And the thing about Tony is, man, Tony ain't going to shoot unless he's going to make that thing. <laughs> he ain't going to shoot unless he make that. And I thought Tony's defense was pretty de- was pretty decent tonight. Um, three for four from downtown, 11 points. Uh, I thought, the sh- again, I thought the shot that he hit down the stretch in that corner was probably the biggest shot of the game. So, yeah, he's definitely fat fire tonight. John Collins, 15 points. Uh, nine boards. I really thought he should have got more rebounds tonight, to be completely honest with you. He was a plus 14, and he was dealing with the foul trouble, so I, I kind of get it. Like, I kind of get it. Like, somebody got to be in double figures with, with Clint out, but uh, he was dealing with the foul trouble. He only played the 25 minutes, so I'm, I'm, I'm willing to give him a little grace. Gallo, 23 points, nine boards. Gallo is, we know what Gallo is. He is a, uh, cats are going to go at him defensively because he is not uh, a good defender. And I mean that in the most, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I could say that enough. But, I mean, even you start to see some type of effort, effort from Gallo in that second half, man. Um, he's not physically gifted at all. But, I mean, even in the fourth quarter, I think he got a blocked shot. Now, listen. You get your shot blocked by Gallo. You need to go sit down immediately. <laughs> but yeah, twenty three and nine for Gallo, and Gallo made shots. When Gallo makes shots, then you can his reasoning for being on the floor is justified. Uh, five or ten from three. So yeah, good, 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 good decent game from Gallo. Uh, Kevin Herter, thirteen points. Herter's gonna be Herter, man. Five of eleven. Uh, hit some nice open shots tonight. And 
the sentiment is pretty much the same for everybody. Um, much better second half than the first half. Um, I, I always like to see Kevin shoot the ball. So, you know, kudos to him. And Trey Young, last but not least, 32 points, 8 assists. Uh, I thought he was I thought he was good. Uh, he, he picked his spots when he needed to pick them. He didn't settle for a lot of those long uh, three-point shots. And, uh, yeah, I just thought he was really good tonight. So, um, salute to, to Trey. All right, so that will do it for the good, bad, and the ugly, the Fab Five. So, um, only thing left to give out is the player of the game. And I'm going to do this. I know Trey was the high scorer. I think John had a hell of a game. But um, I'm going to give the player of the game to Tony Snell, man. Again, Tony Snell. Big shot Tony, man. I, we we got to come up with a nickname for Tony Snell, man. Because that dude has been shooting the lights out. And I think that it is clear when Mr. Reddish is ready to come back, we can let him flourish with that second unit. I mean, I think it is clear. There's been talk about... Um, you know, whether he deserves to be in that starting lineup. I personally don't see how you can take him out now. I, I really don't know how you can take him out now because he is shooting the ball on just another level. Let Cam get back into the swing of things. Let him flourish against that second unit. So that is the player of the game. So here is what we are going to do over the next uh, few days. Um, I have a mailbag podcast that should be coming out uh, in a day or two. Not sure. I've still got to uh, get all those uh, questions together. So if you still got, if you still wanted some questions answered, make sure and hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, and uh, we'll definitely get those questions. Try to get those questions answered. Um, looking to do some. Looking to bring on some guests. Maybe during the All Star break, since we have some time in between games, so uh, stay tuned for that as well. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. That's all you gotta do. Just subscribe to the podcast. I know a lot of folks only listen when they win, so <laughs> subscribe to the podcast because you need to hear the, you need to hear when they lose. You need to hear my takes and stuff like that. So. It's all to the good, but yeah, a lot of the, a lot of what we do is on the social media front. So subscribe to the podcast, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Hawks Beat. That's all one word. The website is the Hawks Beat. It is the T H E Hawks Beat. It's all one word. The Hawks That's the hub of where you can find all of us. So you'll be hearing more about some new partners that we're bringing on uh, pretty soon. So stay tuned for that. But other than that, man, we're going to put this thing to bed. Uh, It is uh, a good win for the Hawks tonight as they go into the All-Star break. And, um, yeah, bit of news. Oh, before I go, before I go, um, DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Hunter was selected to be part of the Rising Stars game. Of course, he's not going to play, but it is good that he got selected for that honor and that he gets recognition for that so salute to deandre um hopefully he can come back strong and uh resume resume his strong play um for the atlanta hawks because i believe that all of out of all the injuries the injuries uh the one with uh hunter is probably the most important so um like we say every time god is good all the time and all the time god is good so if you don't know him 
You need to find him and show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.